Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hello, hello, angels. Welcome to such a magical episode. (laughs) Like y'all know we get really excited about these angel numbers and we are on episode 111. And actually, while we sat here today, I saw 111 on my on my phone during during our, our chat. I'm going to look something else up. So I'm feeling very mystical, magical, like in the zone for this episode. So what are we going to talk about? We are going to enter into a little bit of retrospective about the year. We're going to share some prompts with you. We're going to answer them for ourselves. Um, as you answer them for you. So if you're listening to this in the car, make sure you come back to this later so that you can kind of have your own journal prompts. Um, And I don't know if by that I can get together a PDF that I can attach to the podcast. I don't know if we can do that. I'll have to look into it. If not, maybe we can put it in our uh, Facebook page. Uh, So as a download for you guys, for your retrospective into the next year. Um, and then what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how do we prepare for the year ahead? How do we step into the new year after having that retrospective and then kind of having an understanding of, okay, what are we bringing into the new year? What is it that we want? And really kind of tap into that, that, that idea. And to, I would say to give yourself permission to dream to give yourself permission to create. And we're going to do it on a couple different levels. So strap in friends. Um, <laughs> another thing that I wanted to mention, we were talking about 111. So the way I've been taught, and this is, excuse me, different for everybody, but the what I've been always taught is that when you see <clears throat> repeated numbers or you see like an angel number that you know is an angel number, what transpired just before? Like you always look to the thought and the or the action that you took just before. So at the time we were talking about, um, I think something about going live or we were talking talking about something. Um, oh, we were talking about introspectives and about what's coming in the new year and and so it's like it was like a big confirmation to us that yes, this is the episode we need to stick. Do we need to do for um, this because this will come out on the twenty eighth of um, December really prime up against new year energy. We've done Christmas. Thank God it's over. And, <laughs> you know, and then those of you who love Christmas, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> struggling after the trauma event, traumatic events of Thanksgiving. I'm really struggling and wanting to have a holiday right now. Understandable. Um, it's just a whole nother level. And I, but thankfully I have great friends and who are loving and kind and want to, um, help and and to just share their cheer merry merry with me so um where was i going i don't really even remember but anyways we're headed into the new year we are doing a live yay um on for this friday so this will come out the 28th on friday um on the 30th 
which is going to be 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time, and wherever you're at in the middle. Um, And we're going to talk about retrospective. We're going to go live. Of course, we'll do some card readings. And if you want to know, you know, what should I look to, to in the new year? Like, what is it that I need to work on? Like, whether it's what you're going to surrender and maybe a couple of cards of, you know, what, what to bring into the new year, what energy do you want to have happen in the new year? And so we'll do some card pulling, we'll do some readings, um, but based around the theme of the new year uh, and, you know, and to do it in your way. I mean, you know, we always say, Hey, don't, we don't like resolutions because if you look at the word and I'll say this every year, resolution is about resolving something that means you're taking a negative issue and you're finding a resolution. Well, sometimes you don't need to find a resolution. You need to find why it's here, why it's present in your life. Why is it in your movie, in your narrative, in your tapestry? Like what put it here? Then, then we can do the work to let it go. We can understand, we can heal, we can work on wh- whatever it is. And then we can use that to move forward. So <clears throat> please, 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 you know, see, tap into how you feel about the word resolution. Does it feel like ugh, something I fail at every year? Why would you want to do it again? Why would you want to do it again? <laughs> right. It, it doesn't like, make, oh, I can make a resolution to make myself better. Like, oop. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, it's like, you know, that's that idea that two negatives don't make a positive, like, right. <laughs> it doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's customary, right? Like, so this is another one of the, our customs that, uh, you know, when people will know me, I go off on my tangents about everything being made up and some of the things we need to unmake up. And this is one of the things that I feel like, um, probably came from a great place and we just screwed it up. Like, <laughs> like we typically do in, in society, in our, or in our, our modern society of, you know, the reflection part of it, right? Like to me, it's, it's kind of like the midwinter type energy of, you know, we're, we're halfway into hibernation and being able to, um, you know, it's the, it's a calendar year again, also made up, but like, it's a good opportunity while you're in your hibernation cocoon to be able to reflect and allow yourself to slow down and allow yourself to, you know, just really be in your own energy of what you've done and what you still hope to do. And we unfortunately have turned it into a time of year where we have to judge the shit out of ourselves and, and, and make a, you know, make a decision to do something to better ourselves with this really harsh, like program of some sort. And we just don't believe in that. We, we too many times, I mean, it's almost like at this point, how many times can we watch this cycle fail before we <laughs> as a collective be like, this is just really, why is this funny that we're always like, oh, the gyms are going to be packed for two weeks. Like that means that all of those people had real big judgment about themselves and then they just gave up. And these are, this is just not healthy. Why are we continuing to do it? But, you know, we laugh it off and keep going. So I love that we are doing this because I think it is um, just perfect, you know, for the timing. I really believe that doing this in June has a completely different energy. 
because of the daylight and all of that kind of stuff. I really love that this actually falls in a almost a cocoon hibernation type part of our lives for most of us. You know, even when I lived in Florida, it gets a little chilly. They're going to have a chilly Christmas this year, <laughs> Florida standards. So, you know, there's a little bit more of that, that inward retrospect that, you know, that can be super helpful and doing it with care and compassion and doing it with inspired action and intention puts that that um that good energy on it that good um more positive um decision making of where we're gonna go versus what we have to fix i love it so yeah i'm right i'm ready to buckle in and do this myself i mean i feel like these are these are the types of things that um are easily rushed yes oh right rushing. yeah so I really... trying to rush my way through something that's particularly quite possibly painful <laughs> right right so i'm excited about taking you know taking you guys as listeners and ourselves on this journey of you know reflecting on the year 2022 absolutely i am i am here for it um let's do it and yeah. And let's, let's start, get your pens and your papers out. It's what I'm doing. I dropped my pen. Yeah. <laughs> wrestling around. I'm like, Oh, pen. And I, it has to be a specific pen. I, yeah. I'm one of those people. Me too. I got my special purple, my purple, uh, gel pen, <laughs> my magical gel pen. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I may even write it in my growth journal. Actually, I'm just going to bust that right out. Yes, um, I have a I have a thing I've been doing, um, like we do. I don't know. I've been kind of just doing a lot of retrospective, and um, when we do the my community is sea grapes, babes. When we do any type of like astro tarot, or we do things like that, that I um. I, I do, I have a journal that has mushrooms and, you know, whatever. I have like five different like books going on at once. And <laughs> I don't remember sometimes where I put things, but this is a good thing to put into this because this is all, to ha- everything to do with my soul and where it's going and what I want to do with it. So what's our first question, Vanessa? Well, so I think, you know, sometimes it's easy to, or easier to go from broad to specific. Right. So, you know, to kind of ease our way, way in. So the first thing that we had come up with was, you know, how do you, how do we feel overall about 2022? How did it, how does it feel like it went? How does, how does the energy of when, when we ask ourselves, how was this year? What comes in? Um, for me, (laughs) overall, the year was, uh, if I had to put a word to it, um, I would say educational. <laughs> there was a massive amount of education in m- multiple parts of my life that came in, not always in the way that I like to do it, which is with a glass of wine and Google. <laughs> That's my favorite way for in- information. Um, there were some some harder lessons that, that that you know needed needed a bigger eye opening to. But for for overall, you know, for me, 2022 was a year of education. I learned so much that um that I know is going to help me in 2023. 
Awesome. You know, when you decided these questions, there was one question Vanessa was like, I promise not to talk for an entire hour. Well, this is one of the things I promise not to talk an entire hour for because <laughs> so much happened in this year for me on all ends of the spectrum and in between and in all aspects. Like I feel like I have run the proverbial life marathon starting in the beginning of the year to the end. Some of the highlights, you know, was I stepped into my power. I allowed, you know, I, because if you, I find this year challenging now in, in many aspects, it was challenging because there was a lot of shadow work to be done. And I feel that in order to step into our power, we need to be able to touch and work within our shadow. Yeah. That's where the power comes from. Mm-hmm. We can be in light, but when we're in light in all times, there's a, a lot of things in this world that trigger us because we haven't looked at our shadow. And then the universe was like, we applaud you stepping into your power. However, there's work to be done, my friend. You need to understand who you are in your shadow. What's down there? What's ready to be unearthed and uprooted, turning the soil? What's ready to be accepted and embraced and loved, but yet understanding not to work through the lens of? There was the bad habits. There was the places where um, there was undue pressure. Um, I It was, you know exposing myself to traumatic situations by spending time with people that recreate that created the trauma in the first place. There was just so much work done. I think, you know, in right. And as I sit here in retrospective, I'm like, no wonder why you're freaking tired. <laughs> it, right. All like, I feel like it's not that I run the marathon. It's that I've, I've done the 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 12 month battle like i have waged not war because i don't like that word but i have waged a campaign against being driven and living through the lens of trauma and through my woundedness and my shadow and all of that like i have I made, when I stepped into my power, I made that conscious decision to not live through that lens. Mm -hmm. And in all the places that there was trauma and that there was upset, I tell you, man, it all showed up in every aspect, financially, emotionally, mentally, relationship wise, like complete and utter like change. And it helped me get used to the idea of change. So I'll, I'll cut it short here, but This year was challenging, but I also feel it was transformative at the same time. I understand the challenge was necessary because I wouldn't step into the understanding and realizations had I not stepped into the space of the trauma and, and, and the shadow work. So yeah, that's my answer. (laughs) Very good. And I agree. I mean, I feel like it was, there was a lot of challenge and there's a lot of reasons for, for some of the challenge to come in, right? Like 2022, this is our first quote, quote unquote, normal year, you know, coming out of the pandemic, we were still on the tail end of like, still, we're still on the tail end, but you know, 
in a different way. You know, like we're, we're trying to figure out um, how to rebuild so many things still that came out of that. And it feels like this was, (laughs) this was that year, right? Like where you're trying to fill in the cracks and you're like, holy shit, there's a million cracks, (laughs) like (laughs) a million of them. Wow. You know, like really appreciating. I feel like um, that all of those things that we have been working on, you know, really appreciating the idea, like what you just said, it's been ongoing and it's been nonstop. So we're allowed to be tired. We're allowed to see that as like uh, uh, the fruits of the labor of the change and embrace the the rest that comes with that, right? Like it's like stepping back and looking at all of our hard work in appreciation from a relaxed state, right? Like I'm going to kick up my, <laughs> my energetic feet and sit out and look at the, the ocean of the life that my, you know, happened in the past 12 months, but with appreciation and allowing that rest to come in yeah. um, to do that. But yeah, I love that. There's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of learning this year and um, but for, for good re- reason, you know, I mean, like some of the stuff in the middle of it, I was like, there's no good reason for this other than the pain, <laughs> right? But you, you, you see it later. You see it later. So um, yeah, okay. The next one I'm excited about. I'm excited to to, to kind of reflect on it. And I hope that um, I hope that everybody takes their time with this um, because I think it's really easy to, to, to point at something that isn't deep enough. So let's talk about our biggest win of 2022 or our biggest growth of 2022 like something that really stands out as like yeah like that I'm counting that as a win um I think we tend to like immediately go to things like a financial gain or a job or you know something like that but I want everybody to go to a deeper level of that right? Like, so if you did get a job that you really want, I want you to go underneath the job itself and think of your, you know, like your ability to find something that you loved or, you know, you nailing, nailing down something that makes you feel good or secure and then achieving it, right? Like manifesting something um, that, that really supports your growth type deal. Um, I'm trying to think of my big, my, my biggest win. And it is a sea, my friends. I'm taught my boat is being tossed in the sea of this year. And honestly, for me, I think that my biggest win and my biggest growth was, um, and I remember, I literally remember one of the moments that I, I, I figured out that this was here. And I was walking through the grocery store in West Milford, New Jersey. And I was completely unaware of what I looked like. I was completely unaware of what I was wearing. I was completely unaware of my impact on any of the people that were around me. I was just existing as me. And I did have the moment where I was like, oh my gosh, like you're feeling good about where you're at right now. You're feeling grounded in you to the extent that the outside world doesn't have the ability to permeate this. This is wild. It's not something that I'm used to, right? Like that even at the lowest, even at that level of a grocery store, right? Like it's making sure you're not in somebody's way or, oh God, I came here in my pajamas and I can't believe it. And all these people are probably like, whoa, 
you know, like none of those things existing is like a huge win for me of not having to feel like I'm worried about the space that I'm taking up and what I look like in that space. And so that, that being an example of it being show, seeing myself show up in a, a lot of spaces this way, um, has been a major win for me. Um, I did a presentation last week for a company. I had four days to present or to prepare for it, including creating a PowerPoint, which I haven't done in years. And I showed up and the feedback that I got was like, wow, you know, you, it was very laid back. Like you didn't seem nervous. And I was like, I wasn't like, I mean, I was willing to, and, and trusted that I would show up as whatever you guys needed. And that, that was, that was how it was going to be. And so for me, that was major, major win because I feel the groundedness of, of me and the authenticity of me. And, uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And that feeling (laughs) is when you're connected with that flow, that flow Mm -hmm. that we're all, um, working towards like that we desire. It's when we know we're doing what our heart wants us to do. It's, it's really amazing. So I'm watching from all the minutiae, man, like all the little things that I worry about. I'm like, dude, I'm a speck in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many things to that. I could worry about if I really wanted to like comets and things that are happening in other galaxies. Technically I could worry about that. Why? No, just, just chill. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love that win for you. I do. I, I love that that's, or that, that, that celebration, that uh, growth, um, because we talked, we talked a lot about it, about, you know, we, in the body series about just having that acceptance and that comfortability within your own skin. And then you take it further and look into the, you know, your, what you do and how you do for others. And, you know, doing that talk, like we've talked about public speaking all the time. And that's something mm-hmm. that we both desire to do. So mm-hmm. I'm loving both of that. Um, so my biggest win or growth in 2022, there's two things. <laughs> I irony, right? Um, gaining courage and worth when it comes to my life's work. Mm. Um, it was about stepping out into doing some of the fairs, um, saying like I'm I'm a healer, I'm an intuitive, saying I do tarot reading, saying those things and believing in myself and and showing up. That was a big win for me. Um, I was all of these things, but not really showing up in the world, still working the social on the social media issue, but I did it locally. I showed up locally. I was in my space. Mm -hmm. Second one came about from the body podcast. And it's funny because I almost think that it it took a giant pause because I needed the energy and to be, you know, when you're working through something, if you're giving out what you're experiencing at the time, there's no way to contain it, to understand it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm the type of person who likes to process. And then I share, like, if I'm going through something or dealing with something, you people are like, I can help you. Like what's happening. And I'm like, ah, I just need a minute to get a hold of, what I'm doing and how I'm working and how I'm healing. And then I can move forward. So it was with that. I don't know if any of you have listened to the body series, but 
I had done, I had gone and taken some boudoir photos. They're not naked. Um, and <laughs> did, and when I did them and saw the proofs, I had a really hard time with it. I made my friend, uh, my close friend, choose the two that I was getting for free, the uh, prints. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it because I, every single one of them, I was in such judgment of myself. By the time that was two years ago. So this year, cause I had to pay them off because you, you know, when you get proofs, there's a cost to get the digital images. So by the time I paid it off and I got them this year, when I looked at them again and I came back to them a year later, a little less than a year later, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, these are kind of good. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't feel the same like aversion to them. I didn't have the same sense of judgment of, of rejection. It was like, these are not so bad. I'm like, oh my gosh, I like these. Like I I was able to see them, see the beauty in them, see the beauty in, in what was being presented and, and not have that. That was such an accomplishment because I remember talking about it in therapy and I think I bawled the entire thing in, in relief that I reached here. Like I got there. I didn't ever think that I could not judge my body according to these false standards that exist in this world. And that or through the lens of my mother, which was a which is a big issue for me. And to have that acceptance and to even go to the point where I'm like, oh, I think I want a canvas of that one to mm-hmm. get to even there yeah. is like, whoa, really? Who's this girl? Who is she? Like, so that was a big win for me because I think when I know those of you who know me know that part of the reason of moving here was I needed to, I I mean, I, I needed to heal my body and my relationship with it. And this is what I'm working on. And part of, and that was a win because when you don't feel your body's worthy to be taken care of because you judge it, it's hard. It's hard to take care of it. Um, the first aspect of that is allowing yourself to not judge it and to see the beauty in it. And, and to accept and then allow yourself to go from there saying, okay, I want to feel healthier. I want to feel good. I want to be able to do the things that maybe now I can't do because of whatever reason. So that's when we step into the idea of, okay, what does my body actually need? So those are my two wins. I love, like, I love that. And I don't think I had remembered that first experience vividly, right? Because it wasn't my experience. But as you, as you were talking about it, I was like, Ooh, boy, do I remember? I remember the prep, right? I, because of the knowledge of how big this was, like how, you know, major it was to step into this space and really appreciating that journey for you. And that, in that time span of, 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 of proofs to pictures of being like that, that to me, that, that shows the incredible power of our emotional manifestations when we're committed to it because of sitting there and saying, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. This feeling of judging myself 
we're done. This is the last time that we're going to do it like this, <laughs> right? And really seeing the power of how that can shift when you when you shift it, when you say you're going to do it, you can do that. And 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 it does. It's not always like like every day I've got to journal about my body or anything like that. It's literally just like ask, say you're done, feel it with every cell of your body that that's not how it's going to be and it will come around <laughs> and that journey like that's that's amazing I love that so much because it, because of remembering now where it started and we have to remember is that the only way to get some of the only one of the only ways to get there is we have to hear what we're saying to ourselves and the judgment we're saying and to see how horrible that is and how we would never do it to another living being and to realize we don't deserve it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we have to step into that space of having at least compassion yeah. for who we are and what we're experiencing by our own self. Right. By our own standards that we set. <laughs> we set we set our standards of treating other people, but somehow treating ourselves <laughs> the standard change like what that doesn't even make sense when you say it out loud but it is absolutely what we do <laughs> well and I started asking myself like okay so what makes me less than you know yeah. what makes me less like yeah. what does that another human being that I would look on with compassion and love and caring and understanding and part of that was that one key thing of having more people in my social media feed of my size yeah. Regardless of where they were at. Like mm-hmm. I have one lady who is excited because her journey about moving her body, she's finding new levels of different clothes that she can fit in and the joy and the happiness of her slow and steady pace, but look at the rewards along the way. Like mm-hmm. and this other person embraces her curves to the degree of just styling her whole life around it, which is gorgeous and beautiful and, and just like the more people that I put in my face, you know, in the feed that I'm looking at every day that are more like average people, like normal people, mm-hmm. the less I was in judgment of me and everyone else of my size. So yeah. that had a lot to do with it. But anyways, let's not yeah. stick there. <laughs> I just, it's just, it's, awesome. so, it's just such an important thing for me that. Yeah. It's like, I know so many people who struggle with body image issues and, you know, I will pick up that body series again. It will happen. It will. There is another chapter to that. It's just, I'm hot in the middle of it and dealing with it through the lens of chronic illness and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I'm, I'm deep into that lens right now. And when I come out and I'm able to share perspectives, then we will begin again. But it's just, yeah, I'm in it. That's why it stopped was because (laughs) I'm in the midst of some major energetic shifts. So that's why I'm like, I don't have it to put it out there. Right. Well, and the proof of of what you just said, you know, of being part of that, of being like, hey man, like just because the, the, you're not seeing the episodes doesn't mean that the journey hasn't stopped. It just hasn't been able to be packaged up in such a way that I feel comfortable sharing it right now. So it will come. It will come. Does that, so let me ask you. So the next thing that we were thinking about talking about is the um, one like act of courage 
that we really are proud of ourselves. Um, something that we stepped into that felt um, like that felt courageous um, or, or out of our comfort zone. Um, does that, that sounds like that might've been one of those for you. Um, it is. Um, I think, but it's, it's kind of, it's tied with the idea of doing my legal name change mm-hmm. because that knowing the resistance from my family, knowing the resistance from those who knew me as Amy, who are not on the path or understand my path, the resistance of all of those people coming at me, like I had to really stand true in my decision to change my name. And it also took a lot of courage to embrace my new name because it meant that I wasn't riding that fence anymore. I was choosing a side. Yeah. I was choosing that, okay, you know what? I want my life to up level. I want to have healing. I want to move forward. I want to embrace what being grace means. And in doing that, in doing that legal name change was me basically saying to the universe, I'm choosing a side. And letting go of Amy and and all of that with reverence, with love, with understanding, with compassion, with that idea that that part that that energy is still part of me, but it's not who I am. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's that sense of I'm asking the universe to up level me and to help me do that and grow. I needed to make a commitment because I was still playing small. Yeah. That was a big thing for me because I it wasn't even on my radar. I thought in a couple of years yeah. I'd do it, but all of a sudden it was like, <laughs> F this. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. And I went to the court and filed the papers. Like, yeah, literally, I remember it being just like that or being like, why wait? How about now? Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Once I figured out what my last name was going to be, yeah. <laughs> it was like I gave myself permission to create it. Yeah. And I thank all the woodland fairies that came and helped me because we had just done a huge, we had just done a, uh, like a, a, uh, what's it called? A, uh, a retreat. Like my friend group here did a retreat in the woods and, you know, mm-hmm. and I come back and, and as I was getting into my friend's car and I was like, evergreen, that's it. And, but in choosing that, how much freedom, think about this guys. If you have a name that you love and you get to choose your name and your last name, think about the freedom that that brings, that you've created the energy of what you want to be in this world. Mm -hmm. Think of that freedom because for me, my name was, my family is not family that I want to stay connected to. I, I don't. If it wasn't for certain things I probably would have gone no, no contact a long time ago, but that's just, I can't, this is part of me that I'm struggling with, but to give yourself the freedom to be energetically disconnected from the family that caused you all that trauma. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's for everybody. Yeah. I'm not, but there's a reason why in the trans community or in the non-binary community, they call it the dead name. Yeah. There's a reason. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you what, 
if anybody needs to know how to do it in their state or needs to know what to do or wants the information, hook, hit me up. I'm swear to God, send me a DM, send me an email, I don't, whatever it is you need, because I will help you manifest that. Yeah, absolutely. It may be a little bit of cash you have to save, but I can take you through the legal steps and I can take you through what to do after you get your name changed because it's a it's a fun time. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever been um, married and taken the name of your partner, whoever it is, you know. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of an experience of that. But when you go backwards, too, I can remember what it was like to to change my name back to my like to my name right like to take my married name out of it and the energetic shift that came from being like holy god I'm so glad to be back to this because that's me I'm back to me I'm back to my identity you know of what you know the and the strength of it you know like just how it felt to not have something you didn't want attached to you and a name is is absolutely one of those things we we tend to believe like well it was given to us like yeah exactly it was imposed on us right like like and we can choose we can choose if it feels imposed or we can choose you know to hang out with it if it doesn't but yeah that was that was a major one cuz it was just like that you know like you had been kind of contemplating and then as soon as it hit you were like i'm just going to i'm yeah and then the resources to make it happen at that time just flowed in and you did it and it's been you know, the, it's been no coincidence that there's been so many other heavy shifts this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I care <laughs> what you wish for sometimes. Yeah. Guys, the Grace Evergreen, Evergreen uh, energy came in and was like, well, then we must clear all these things out because these are not mine. <laughs> <That's> not <laughs> these even, will not be safe. life through that lens. Yeah. yeah. She came in and uh, clean, clean house. <laughs> Let me get rid of all this stuff that I'm not interested in holding. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. I love that. What about you? I would say that the, I mean, this has been a year of like, uh, feeling forced to do a lot of things. And I think that the one thing that I felt, felt very much like choice was coming back to the Myrtle Beach area without a plan. Um, which you would think, right? Like if anybody who's watched my life, you would think, well, that's what you do, Vanessa. Like, it seems like you go a lot of places without a plan. (laughs) But this, yeah, this felt terrifyingly, uh, like terrifyingly good, (laughs) right? Like I was like, uh, I'm going to go back there. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm just, I want to be there. I want to be back there. And I asked a question. I, I received a, a, a very wonderful offer that I accepted that people tried to talk me out of. People tried to bring in the like, oh, you're sure that that's going to be good? Are you, you know, like, oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? And, and I was just kind of like, I don't, I'll figure it out, but it doesn't feel like that's going to happen. So I'm going to go <laughs> and I'm going to, and I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. It feels, it feels good. And um, generally speaking, because I have a daughter in tow, this is the, you know, like this is a a whole different ballgame every time I accept these kinds of shifts because I'm worried about her in the meantime, when it was just me, whatever, man, surfing life. So to me, that felt like, um, that felt like courage, you know, to kind of go against what people were thinking was safe 
to go against what um, made sense, quote unquote, um, because of it being so temporary. And since I've been here, watching all of the flow happen, watching how, how easily my business has been bouncing back since I've been in this different energetic state of um, gratitude and, you know, just arrival back at, at home has been like, yeah, like that was, that wasn't as risky, right? Like your inner being knew that that wasn't risky. And that's why you weren't easily swayed to, to do something different. Um, still remains to be seen what comes um, full circle with it. But I think it really taught me like one of the bigger lessons about flow um, for me and um, how that's how that has been continuing to happen. So, yeah, I felt like that was that was one of the the bigger ones um, because there's there were a lot of other stuff didn't feel quite as risky. A lot of it felt like safety net type stuff, you know, and, and I remember saying specifically, I'm done with the safety net. Yeah. Give me something that feels more, um, more empowered. And so may, may I reflect something I found that you did that I felt was courageous. Yeah, sure. You stepping into your spiritual nature. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That thing, sure. that little thing. <laughs> and how you so, so much- weird, how comfortable you get in it. You forget like when you, when, it, when you got here. <laughs> yep. When, you know, I mean, you resisted it, you were afraid, you were afraid, and there was a lot of fear around it. There was a lot of resistance. There was a lot of, and all of a sudden you were just like, well, hell, let's just try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like when this, when the cat gets out of the bag, you're like, well, I guess, you know, and there was just so many of the cat, somebody, <laughs> the cat peeking out where it was like, oh my gosh, like, it's almost like a everybody knows kind of thing. Like, everybody sees you in in the spiritual closet like you're not as as, as cloaked as you believe you are <laughs> with the cat trying to hide under the bed and they're half out it's like right. yeah, i can't see you you can't see me <laughs> right yeah yeah that, i mean yeah because that was i think i think i'm still you know i i, I know that I'm, I'm still in somewhat of a transition of what that brings for me um but it definitely shattered a lot of the programming that's been in my brain about many many things and feeling like that was the that was the crux of tip of, of tipping a lot of buckets over not just the spiritual bucket um but yeah super easy one though right like if you can remember right like it was kind of like what i was saying like you can remember my 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 panic and you know all of my freakouts. But now that I'm here, I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> oh, good. We just yeah. we just throw it out there, and and you didn't have to let, go to let it country and recreate your identity. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll just keep doing it, you know. And and it actually did help me. Um, I think it did help me keep stepping into the space of like you can change anything at any time, and it doesn't really matter what other people experience of it because it's about you yeah absolutely and about what what you want and about what's right for you so yeah, thank great. you thank you for reflecting that yeah i forgot yeah <laughs> a sea quite 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 tumultuous seas have been have been navigated this year and some of the some of the stuff goes 
you know, goes by and it's nice, it's nice to, to see that. So y'all who are listening, this may not be a terrible idea to, you know, ask other people to reflect on, on these things, somebody that you trust to be able to, um, you know, help you um, see some of that stuff. We tend to have a hard time, you know, seeing every, every, everything that's there, but it also feels good, right? Like to be able to get some sort of um, acknowledgement that um, maybe you had forgotten to give to yourself. Yep. Because we're like, oh, that's just what we do. Well, that's, that doesn't make it any easier just right. because it's just what you do. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like childbirth. Once you're done with it, it's like there's some, some chem- magical chemical comes in to tell you it wasn't as painful as it was. So that you'll do it again. <laughs> you don't feel that. It's okay. It's okay. It's safe to do it again. Yeah. Like, you'll get through it. You did it before. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. so sp- kind of speaking of that, you know, we had also talked about, you know, just kind of reflecting on the things that didn't go as planned and, and, and really learning th- this is a, one of the most powerful tools of my life has been learning how to, when things do not go the way that I have decided that they need to go, going back and looking at what I learned from that experience, because it 100% of the time tells me that I didn't have all the information (laughs) and that I was rigid uh, without all the information that was to my benefit. Yeah. So that question that we're asking everybody is what didn't go so well? What's the question? What did we had, we had come up with what didn't go as planned. We, we softened the crap out of that one (laughs) to be like, you know, allowing it to be, you know, a little bit softer. And what did, did it teach you? Yeah. Um, you know, because of that being that, so that we don't stay stuck in the energy of, I didn't get what I want, but be kind of being like, okay, but but what was, what was the purpose of it? Cause there is purpose and we can find it in there. Um, I mean, this was the one where I joked, like we could probably do an entire podcast of my 2022 that did not go as planned because it's I mean it almost started off (laughs) and it was it was February of 2022 when I first received news that I would be moving in 2022 from a place that I had planned to be for years and years and years I mean I had I had planted my flag (laughs) I was ready to you know let that be and um that boat got rocked and from then on, it was a series of plans that went awry from uh, travel plans that my intuition actually came in and blocked. You know, I, I was about to make an, a, a big purchase. And as I drove away, it was like my guardian angels were screaming at me like, no, 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 no. You, you can feel it in your gut. Listen. And um, I listened I see now very, very much how that would have been way harder for me. Um, but I was doing it out of a space of what made sense and um, soothing my immediate trauma needs um, of, of those moments. Um, so yeah, that was one thing that didn't go as planned. I didn't plan to be in New Jersey for four months because I was planning on uh, a loan coming through that did not come through after four months of waiting. Um, 
that taught me about, again, trauma response. I mean, I got a lot of trauma response of, wow, look at all the things you do to try to soothe your trauma response. Not a lot of receiving, lots and lots of doing though. (laughs) So um, yeah, that didn't go as planned. And then, you know, even the coming back here, I wasn't planning to come back to Myrtle Beach. I was planning to go elsewhere and I may still, but it, it, it will absolutely not be from that place of I can't afford to be here or, you know, all of the other trauma response type things that had me in, in a, in a way as, as far away from intentional uh, feeling that you could possibly get. It was all analytical thinking, um, you know? So yeah, I, I, what I, what I learned if we're going to overall it, you know, of the things that didn't go as planned is like, girl, you got to watch your trauma response big time when it comes to safety, when it comes to your living situation, you, you will spiral quite quickly if you don't pay attention. So that was mine <laughs> in a, in the most tiny nutshell I could put it in <laughs> of, uh, yeah, that was probably my biggest, my biggest teacher from things not going as planned. Yeah. How about um- Mine was my financial trajectory. Okay. Um, it didn't go quite as planned as far as like finances. But what it showed me is, is that there's still, there's still a lot of um, trauma surrounding money. There's still a lot of places that I need to go to look to find resolution, um, you know, as far as like experiences, my life, the people in my life, the people that taught me how, um, I feel that when I'm in trauma response, spending money is my way of saying it's going to be okay. It's, it's my soother. It's my Mm -hmm. self-soothing. Um, so that's something to look at in the new year, um, is to, you know, kind of after we, after we get through tax season, um, (laughs) is to find out, you know, what, you know, what is it? I've been searching, I've been asking, I've been looking, but, you know, part of it I think is, uh, you know, it all has factors, my health, if I'm super tired because I'm super fatigued because my medication's on a national shortage, I'm going to want carbs. I'm not going to want to cook for myself. So therefore I tend to eat takeout too much or I spend money there. Or like, for example, this past week, the stress and the pressure that I didn't realize I took on from still dealing with Thanksgiving fallout, you know, and, and spending money in that way, like that it was like, Oh, okay. I see why. Um, But it's learning how to, understand what that does and and the dopamine effects of it and to move forward and you know and part of it is also to be really clear about separating my business from my personal because you know moving up into a new space I need to LLC re-LLC and that's another thing that's what I would like to accomplish that my goal was by June of next year is to have that in place as well as separate bank accounts 
and a clear understanding of what I need to pay quarterly in taxes, because that's what keeps happening is like every year I have to pay taxes and I'm not sure what to pay. And so, yeah, my goal is to kind of get dial myself in a little bit and to financially become a little bit more understanding and to find different ways to soothe rather than eating or spending money. Yeah. I love that. And there's so much around that. And I think there's probably a ton of people that can relate. Um, and I know I can relate on some level of um, what we hope to do, yeah. but what's still driving us, you know, and how um, how difficult that can be to get down to that level, um, especially when we can, when we can't get out of the situation that keeps us on that level, if that makes sense. Right. Like, it's kind of like when I say we can't heal in the environment that made us sick, it's kind of like, can't get out of survival mode financially. If I'm in survival mode financially, you know, like it's hard to get out of the energy of what you're actually in. <laughs> right? <Okay>. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like we make the decision to, but it's still like on a daily basis, I don't have the breathing room that, that I feel like would help me in the situation, you know, and then continuing to operate from, from those programming. So, you know, I really like that. Um, I really like that. And I think that, like I said, I think a lot of people, um, because of, because of how this year went with supply chain stuff and how things went with, um, gas prices and, you know, just some of the, some of the ways that financially a lot of people got put in spaces where they're left questioning, you know, a lot is, um, you know, being able to sit with that and and say, Hey, what is it? What is this teaching me about myself? Because that's where I'm going to make the, the biggest growth that will get me um, far away from this experience so that I will not continuously stay in the cycle. Yeah. And also to know how to receive it, to be, you know, have, having that receiving become as well-oiled as the giving. (laughs) Right. The giving I can do with my eyes closed, the receiving, I have to examine every little thing. (laughs) Please show me all the fine print before I will even take it. (laughs) Exactly. So that's, being said what are we leaving behind what bags are we dropping in 2022 and saying no thank you (laughs) we are doing this in real time y'all so i'm running (laughs) that's why we're silent yeah we're we're really sitting in this at the same time i think it you know it helps with the authenticity factor of it you know being like doing this alongside you. We, we always tell you this and, and it is true that we are, we're always journeying too. that whatever steps ahead we are, that we can provide you information with, we're always going to share it with you, but we are always going to do it with the, the knowledge and the intention for you to understand that there is no arrival at the best. You know, we're just always arriving at another, another best, right. Mm-hmm. Another personal best so that um, we can ease into the growing part of this. Yep. So for me, I'm leaving behind the need to solve everybody's problems mm. that are close to me. Mm. Because it's, it's, I realized with a lot of the disruption within my relationships this year, I really had to work hard at not wanting to fix the issues between others 
and to make everything okay. Like that people pleasing instinct. Like I really had to allow them, support them, but allow them to do it for themselves and to encourage them to do it versus being the one that's relaying messages or doing the, in the, the mediation. Like I need to stop that. It's not my circus and the stress that I take on doing that is not, is wasted energy for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No exchange that makes it an even exchange yeah. equals depletion. You know, that's just simple, right? But when we're doing it, it yeah. feels, it doesn't feel like depletion until until the depletion happens <laughs> and then we're like oh i i can recognize empty i can't recognize a draining tank but i can absolutely uh, recognize an empty one yeah <laughs> okay. about you? Um, you so what you? what am i leaving behind <laughs> really good question i think um i think what i'm leaving behind in 2022 is um the and I don't know how to word it. So I'm just going to kind of let, I'm going to let the train roll. Like I tell my clients, like just say it, the caboose will come out, um, is, you know, the, the self-awareness of my surroundings in a way that doesn't serve me. Um, I think that, that what I had described earlier, um, the freedom of that, the freedom of the, the existing and not even evaluating the space I'm taking up, you know, like, I feel like that, that was part of the conversation before of being like, I'm afraid to take up space. I'm afraid to take up space. And so I would intentionally be places trying to make sure that I wasn't being too small or trying, you know, like it was very active. Um, uh, it was a very active process of recognizing and showing up and recognizing and showing up and pushing myself to show up and, you know, feeling like it was an action. And now that it feels like a, a state of being, um, so I'm kind of dropping the action of um, that negative self-evaluation of like, are you doing it right? Are you being too much? Are you, are you, are you? And just like, just being <laughs> is, is what, what, what is left over at that point. Yeah. yeah. And not having to make yourself fit everybody's version of what you should be in the moment yeah yeah and that's I, I will say that that's that's something that um has been part of my journey of seeing when I'm a chameleon as as like a comfort thing or when I'm a chameleon simply because I'm multi-dimensional you know and being and you being a, a connectivity tool of being multi-dimensional versus being a like self-soothing myself in a situation to be able to feel like I, I fit, or at least that I'm not comfortable, that I'm not uncomfortable. Right. Um, Cause that is one, something that I learned about that is, you know, going through my people pleasing journey, which will be, you know, probably, you know, a lifetime journey of being learning when I was people pleasing and when I was really enjoying myself <laughs> because I do really enjoy, I am I do identify so much as multidimensional I do feel like I show up in spaces and I'm authentically showing up at with a fractal of me there 
and I, and I'm allowing myself to be in that space because I, I like that part of me that can be in that space, but really dialing in when I'm trying to do something in order to gain friendship or even like I said, just kind of soothing some sort of anxiety within me and um, yeah, kind of leaving, leaving all of that behind and just showing up in every moment and not thinking about it, just being it, accepting that whatever happens of that moment, right? If I show up and I say something and a person is like, what? Then instead of me holding on to that and being like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that and blah, blah, blah. I'm just kind of like, I suppose I needed to say that so that that person would go because they weren't meant to be on the rest of my journey, you know, and really allowing that to be a a divine intervention versus um, my impact on somebody. Love it. Ooh, freedom. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we know what we're leaving behind. <laughs> yeah, we do. So what are we taking into 2022? But why is this one harder for me? I think because we're we're it's there's a general thought process of when we're heading into a new year we can leave all of it behind like we don't need any of it it was a shit show we don't want it yes kind of energy and but there's some major things that we have gotten from this year that we need to take forward yeah perspectives and the ideas of who we are and how we can fit into the world and and that we're allowed to take up space and that we're allowed to be who we are and and I just, you know, there's that question and, you know, and this is more of a, I think a longer introspective type of question, but that leads us into the idea of the new year and looking and using this information um, into creating what you want your 2023 to look like with fluidity, of course, because there's always I mean, I didn't come into 2022 thinking I'd change my name. So it's like, there's always these things that are going to show up that we didn't plan for because how do we know? Um, but But if we have an idea of kind of what we want to bring, what we really want to bring into the world and bring into the space of what the next year. And for me, I want to continue the energy of, of, Like, I think I've done a lot of shadow work. I don't necessarily need to do the work, but I want to continue the idea of embracing the emotions that I felt rather than rejecting them to have a totality of honoring all parts of myself in whatever way it shows up and to not necessarily give it the microphone, but for a minute to say, what are you trying to tell me? So that I have these very intimate conversations with my emotions, my thought processes, my feelings, my shadow, my light. Sometimes the light isn't always good. Um, There was a couple of other questions I think we had written down for you to consider. I think one of them was, you know, deciding what are your core values? Like really tap into sitting there and thinking, what are my values? What are my core values that I want to bring into the new year? It's a really great time to get very clear about 
how you're operating and what you're operating from. Um, and to give it a sense of like, okay, this is what I, my values are. How do I kind of create some intentions from the values? What were some of the other questions, Vanessa? Um, so yeah, what values was on here. Um, one of them was, um, you know, identifying our, our true meanings of community interdependence and freedom. Okay. Um, you know, just kind of as a way of, I guess, kind of sketching out, um, to me that, that, that transcends into relationship, uh, yeah. relationships and friendships and things like that. Um, and then we also had the idea of how, how we're going to stay a clear channel in our energy field for, um, you know, for manifestations, for things like that. We had, we had some stuff on here of, um, you know, our tools, what are some ways, some of the, some things that we're going to bring in or some ways that we can um, bring more intentionality or awareness um, into our 2023. Um, yeah, I mean, just a, just a couple things. I kind of jotted down them as just like notes. Well, let's talk about the energetic year first. So it's the chariot year. And in the tarot, it's the year of the chariot. Um, because if you think 2023, it's seven. So the, the numeral, it's a seven year, um, I believe five, six, seven. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can I count? Um, cause I've been, like, I've been thinking this is 2023. We're headed into 2024. I'm like, I, I totally like missed an entire year somewhere. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so the chariot itself, it's a lot about forward movement. It's a lot about taking what we've learned so far and moving forward with it and, and creating and like we could call, say even trailblazing, whatever it is. Um, there's a lot of dualistic when it comes to the chariot. He has two uh, sphinxes that drive the chariot. There's um, in the imagery of it, there's also um, some dual like kind of black or white type of thinking like that you know what's driving your chariot you know what's driving your your power into the next year also um thinking about where was i going with this sorry it comes and it like leaves me completely um Mm -hmm. you know chariot year sorry spirit no it's okay it's funny because the second you said chariot like even before it's 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 a popular song by Gavin DeGraw, who everybody knows is my favorite. <laughs> so every time you say chariot, I'm just like, chariot. Like, <laughs> oh. So <laughs> look, and I helped you. Yes, you did. Because Gavin DeGraw love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so one of my, we were in um, a community circle that I'm a part of. And one of the members, uh, my friend, my one of my closest friends said, you know, that he sees a chariot year as, well, you can run alongside the chariot you can be in the chariot or you can get dragged by the chariot so <laughs> there's oh, like three different perspectives of how this year can go and the more that we use our tools like astrology the more we use our tools like tarot and stuff like that we can kind of get an idea of how our year is flowing energetically so it's not to say we need to create our year around it but it's about learning, okay, when planets are in certain houses, like 
if the sun is highlighting your house of relationships, you know that, okay, it's going to, relationships might be a heavy conversation or might be, I'm gaining relationships. I'm, I'm finding collaborations like, you know, at that time. So it's about learning and leaning into it and leaning into auspicious times to publish a book, to create new content, to whatever. It's about using these tools in order to kind of navigate your calendar year. Take everything you feel. Now, always look, some people only look at their sun sign. You look at your rising. Your rising determines what houses are where. That's why it's better to check your rising sign. Um, But if you need to check your sun, check your sun too. There's two people that I give you as reference. Chani Nicholas. She's been my, she is like, she has actual recorded. Did I say it wrong? Did I say her name wrong? Because no. I always, I used to say Nichols, but it's actually Nicholas. Um, yeah. It's C-H-A-N-I Nicholas. She's everywhere. She actually creates a, the year ahead for your sun and rising. Yeah. So please go check that out. It's worth the investment. Um she also has planners that she's she's almost sold out of um, a yearly planner. Um, the other person that I implore you to go and check out, it was called, I think her name was Virginia Rosenberg. Um, she has become, yes, Virginia Rosenberg. She She's on Instagram. What is her handle? I think it's just Virginia Rosenberg. Yeah, pretty sure that that's what that is. Um, yep, she's an intuitive astrologer. She is. I so deeply enjoy her perspective. I deeply enjoy her ideas about. You know, she has a couple of posts about a taste of what's to come. Um, she has a couple of workshops. But she's she's very soft-spoken. She's very introspective. Love her. Love her. I love them both. Um, check them out. Follow them. Go see what your year is about. Go see. Now, understand, we never give our power up to any reading, reader, or astrology. The planets are what the planets are. If you're selling, if you find you're, you're going to end up selling your house and closing is in a Mercury retrograde, it's in a Mercury retrograde. It happens. It's not to say don't go live your life the way you want to. It's just about sometimes knowing what's happening in your astrology gives you the freedom to be like, this is some of this I can't control. You let go of trying to control the whole thing. You can't when it comes to planetary influence. There's nothing to control. You can't control Mercury because you know that fucker will go retrograde on you as soon as you try. So. Sorry. Yeah, and knowledge is power. I mean, I feel like these are all tools to give us knowledge of 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 stuff, right? You know, like it's it's funny because I um I have one client in particular that I think of when I when I think of this, but you know, everybody I feel like at one point or another in their lives has come across the idea of like really astrology, like I don't have free will. I'm guided by like all these things outside of me. And it's kind of like, okay, listen, number one, (laughs) if I walk into the room and I'm mad and you can feel my energy, how you think my tiny body in the universe can affect you, but a giant being in the sky cannot 
is interesting to me, right? Like I am very interested in how you, how, how they're that giant mass, their energy is smaller than mine. I'm very interested in that. But also, you know, when you do start to look into it, it feels good. You know, like I think um, a lot of people can use it as a tool to be like, oh, okay, that makes sense for me right? Like it's not to go, go and, and create a persona. It's to go and embrace the things that are about you and being kind of like, Ooh, that is kind of like majestic that, you know, my, my showing up at this time in my life, um, is, you know, has explains some things. Um, but also like harnessing the energy, you know, that we know is coming, it's powerful, right? Like knowledge is power. So if you know that there is something going to happen in in the sky yeah. and you're like, hell yeah, like, like when we know a full moon is coming, we prepare for it. Same thing, you know? So I love that you gave those, those, um, you know, those examples. And I hope that people will, will, will at least start there, you know, and just see what you can get. But also don't forget that we are here people like we are we are here to help you in any way um like you know grace has offered you know to be able to help with name changes and everything but literally anything that comes up here we are willing to help you with if you need an energy healing grace is going to help you with that if you want a reading um grace can help you with that if you need to sit and talk through some things and uncover some stuff that you're ready to release i'm here for you please please reach out um, because we care, we care about your 2023. We you care about your manifestations of goodness. We want to help. And we care so much that on Friday, December 30th, we are going to be live on our Facebook page and 8.30 Eastern time, 5.30 Pacific time. We are going to help you. The theme is what we're going to do in the new year. What do you need to surrender and what energy are you going to bring in? We'll do readings based off of that. Um, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about, you know, ways. And we're also going to throw the idea out at you guys about doing a possible Zoom meet where we all get together and hang out and do vision boards. We talk about it and we share and we, you know, so think about it. If that's something you want, we'll do it. Yeah. Would love to. I mean, we're going to do it anyway. So yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> basically, if you want to join, <laughs> it's really you can what, hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. I'm so yeah. excited. This was a great podcast. And I hope that everybody is feeling that the, the shift that's coming and feeling like you're part of it in a positive way. Yeah. And also remember when you're thinking about your intentions or if you, or your manifestations, or if you're going to use the word resolution, whatever, um, (laughs) remember to do it on a macro level and a micro level, Hmm. do it overarching, get detailed relationships, emotional health, business, physical, like really kind of do it in all areas of your life that's going to affect these manifestations and build the timelines. Look, what is the next step you can take to order to achieve that big goal? So get really focused and walk into this new year with the the plan in place, a plan that can be adapted and changed at any time, but a plan in place. We love you guys. We hope that 
if you don't end up joining us, that you have a wonderful new year. But we do ask you to come join us and have the fun on New Year's. We on day before New Year's Eve, because we figure y'all will be out partying. Because yeah. our our listeners are party animals, right? Yeah. <laughs> I once was. I mean, yeah. not now, but <laughs> like the thought of that makes me want to like just go down and take a nap. So, <laughs> anyways, love you guys. We will see you next week. Take care. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. More deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further, through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.